On the phone with me right now is Sylvia Plester-Silk. Uh, Sylvia is a friend, but she's also a catalyst, executive coach, and author. And uh, she is the creator of On Purpose Consulting. Her website is onpurposeconsulting.ca. And uh, Sylvia, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Judy. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, let me ask you, let's get right to it. You are, like I said, you're an executive coach and author. You talk a lot about teams, teamwork. So what are the five C's when it comes to teams? The five C's, from my perspective, that make it really important to have a successful organization are clarity, communication, congruency, collaboration. And when all four of those are present, you'll get commitment from your employees. I like that. And I also like the fact that you are a fellow dog lover and you've written a wonderful book called Unleashing Team Potential. You drew a lot of parallels between teams and what you saw in the dog park. So tell us more about that. Well, what it came from years ago when I got a new do- a puppy and uh, was taking her regularly to the dog park and I would observe the people's behavior and I would observe dog behavior and the dogs might have a squirmish but they would get over it and two minutes later it was like it never happened and the people would just continue to talk and be stuck on the same thing and so it occurred to me there was a tremendous amount of things that we could learn and it would be a fun and fresh approach to look at team dynamics through dog behavior. So can you give us some uh, some takeaways from the dog park if you will? Well, I think one of the things that dogs do so much better than us are if there's an issue, they deal with it directly. So if someone has a bone and the other dog wants a bone, they have a squirmish, it's settled, both come to acceptance of that and move forward. So I think us being much more clear and direct in our communication is a way for us. And I'm not saying that we should be growling at one another. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm saying the exact opposite. It, it's about listening and um, and accepting the other person's reality as their reality and coming to a, a collaborative solution. How can we both win and do our best work together? Uh, yeah, dogs definitely don't hold any grudges. I mean, it sounds really awful in the dog park. Uh, I live close to a dog park, and I can tell you sometimes there's 40 dogs in there, and it sounds horrific and then you know what it's broken up in five seconds and everybody goes back to sniffing something wouldn't it be great if the office was like that well absolutely and another piece for dogs is their loyalty mm. they you know they we can have a bad mood or be in a bad space and they stay by us you know they're there to support us it's amazing. You're right. Their loyalty is uh, is incredible, and uh, their loyalty and their overall. Uh, I don't know if you saw this recent campaign that they had that Uber was involved in, where they took shelter dogs and they took them around to offices, and Uber for a fee of thirty dollars, you could get Uber to bring uh, bring the puppies to your office. And uh, you got to play, your staff got to play with them for half an hour. And then they took them back. So the idea being that dogs relieve stress. 
And I mean, they're just amazing. They're incredibly loyal, but they're also a great stress reliever. And how nice would it be to have that in the office every day, that kind of teamwork, that kind of a mellow. You know, I think everybody just needs to hire a golden doodle in their office. I've decided. Well, I mean, there's been many studies about the, the impact of having animals and petting animals and lowering blood pressure, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and it certainly is an easy, fast. I think it, I think you have to pet them for like 30 seconds for your blood pressure to start to come down. Well, it's amazing they find that uh, studies with dogs that uh, people who have dogs have cats even. Um, that those pet owners, even when their pets aren't in the room, overall have lower um, blood pressure levels than people who don't have pets. So mm-hmm. you got to wonder about people who don't have pets. Let me ask I you something. I certainly do. I do, too. Um, so let's go back to the office for a second. Uh, by the way, folks, again, I'm chatting with Sylvia Plester-Silk. She's a catalyst, executive coach, and author um of on purpose consulting is the name of her company on purpose consulting.ca and uh let's take it now into the office what is uh the biggest issue you find can you just sort of uh, restate your five c's and tell us what is the the, the one of the c's that uh that the most of the issues revolve around i uh, so my five c's again are clarity communication, congruency, collaboration, which all results in commitment. And for me, it's communication, because we can be as clear as we want to be, and if we don't communicate what our goals are, what our expectations are, and when somebody's done a great job or someone's not doing a good enough job, we need to be able to communicate and hold them accountable so that they can reach their level of ability. Um... And I think that communication is a hard thing that oftentimes um, in the companies that I work with, uh, people within the team have struggles in terms of communicating, especially through conflict. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. People, you know, you have some people who are avoiders of conflict, other people who, you know, um, will go around and and try and deal with it immediately. And it's just, you know... Um, a really difficult place to meet up and it, I think we just need to learn more of those skills of how to be compassionate and direct at the same time. It's uh, well it's definitely a minefield when you walk into some offices and I uh, you know my, my hat's off to you walking into those situations as a consultant. Um, how did you get started? How did you end up going into companies and helping them pull their teams together? Well, it came when I needed to do a career shift for my own self. For over 20 years, I had been a therapist as a, a social worker at the time, and um, I lost my passion for that work in, five years ago and started to think about what do I know that I can do and how can I help people. And one of my pet, sometimes when we're looking at what our passion is, we need to look at what really pisses us off. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about my past career, it really pissed me off when I worked in places where people weren't treated with respect mm-hmm. and people weren't held accountable. So other people had to hold their way and just really crappy, toxic team dynamics. 
And that's why I founded On Purpose Consulting, because it's really about having purposeful work that we love, that we're engaged in, and that gives us that spark inside. And it's about helping teams be even more effective together than they currently are. And, you know, what's sad about what goes on in a lot of offices, too, is a uh, perfect example, and I won't mention the person's name, but his initials are Gian Gameshi. When you have somebody like a young intern who says to management, this is what's going on, and then they say to that person, well, what can you do to make it a less toxic environment? I mean, why is it put on the employee to fix the situation as opposed to dealing with the person who is the bully or who is the, the perfectionist or whatever that, whatever that personality type tends to be? Well, and I totally agree. It should be on management to deal with that. I mean... In terms, uh, and what I find is that a lot of executive directors and um, CEOs and business owners uh, don't have the communication skills or don't have the comfort in holding people accountable. And when I talk about accountable, I have two pieces to it. I call it accounting for the person's ability. So if I'm doing a poor job, you need to hold me accountable. If my behavior is inappropriate, you need to hold me accountable so that I get clear messaging about what's okay and what's not. And only when I know accurately how I'm doing can I grow and actually account to my ability or get to the best that I can be. So as a manager, if you're not being open and honest with me about what I'm doing and not doing, I, I can't grow. I've helped companies where people are really anxious because they're not getting proper feedback from their manager. So they don't know if they're doing well in the job. They don't know what if they're you know what's expected of them clearly. And it creates a whole lot of anxiety and discomfort for an employee. Well, you know, we could definitely use somebody like you uh, in a lot more offices out there because, like you said, it's uh, it's toxic. People get, uh, you know, people get sick as a result and uh, a lot of mixed messages. So Sylvia Plester-Silk, like I said, she's a consultant. She's a, an executive coach, a catalyst. And she's also a fellow dog lover. She has taken her passion and uh, written a, a, a wonderful book called Unleashing Team Potential. And some great lessons to be taken away from the dog park and applied to teams at work. And I think you can probably agree with me, Sylvia. Worst case scenario, if you can't talk it out with your coworker or with your manager or your boss, Sniff the other person's bum. That always seems to work in the dog park, right? <laughs> Sylvia. Yes, but they do it to account to get to know each other. <laughs> so maybe we should start with sniffing each other's bum and then move on from there. Anyway, oh Sylvia Plester-Silk. Uh, again, you can check out her website, onpurposeconsulting.ca, or better yet, purchase her book, Unleashing Team Potential. Sylvia, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Judy. It was fabulous.